Today's podcast with our guest, Zach Klassen, is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got over 180,000 different titles for you to choose from. For your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3 player, uh, fucking whatever you listen to. I think they're on AM radio. That's not true. Let's get to the podcast. Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. And don't worry, the absence of Johnny is not because he's not in this episode. We just had a little bit of technical difficulties with the beginning of the episode. Unfortunately, our guest, Zach Klassen, uh, had a bit of a technical difficulty himself, was unable to capture the first 17 and a half minutes or so of the uh, of the episode, so it's going to be a bit of an abrupt jump into the podcast, but I just wanted to give you guys a bit of backstory as to what we were talking about uh, and, and introduce Zach a little bit since he won't be able to do that himself now. Um, so basically, uh, you guys heard him last week uh, when Zach let us use the audio from his very own podcast, Up and Coming with Zach Klassen. Uh, that's when Johnny was on the episode. If you guys haven't listened to that yet, it would be a great uh, time to do that now. Go ahead and, and, and pause where you are here. Come back uh, after you've listened to uh, last week's episode. Um, but if you've already listened, then good for you. You are ready to go. Um, we were really excited to get Zach in. He is a uh, he's an actor. He's a uh, personal trainer. He's an entrepreneur. He's a social media influencer. He's he's done so many different things. Um, so it was really cool to get a perspective of uh, you know where where his process comes from for acting and and all those things. So um, we were we were super pumped. Uh, he, unfortunately, like I said, he he couldn't introduce himself. So. We talked a little bit about, you know, where he started, and that was, uh, you know, doing uh, little videos on, on Instagram, and and uh, with his with his buddy, who is now his roommate, and, uh, you know, where he, where he started, and where it all began, how it progressed uh, to where it is. We're going to jump right in where he plugs his podcast, and then it'll be about 50 minutes or so for the rest of the episode so it's still not uh it's not a full hour unfortunately but uh but luckily we went we went long on the uh on the recording so uh it's gonna be pretty close we got we hope you guys enjoy uh it's gonna be a pretty pretty quick jump into the podcast so let's just get to it tell me about up and coming how you how you got into it um did you plan or did you just kind of jump into it and how it's evolved you're on like episode 70 now no we're on i'm on episode 65 65? and to be honest with you i've had a little little bit of a delay uh just because um it's pilot season right now so there's like a lot of auditions Mm -hmm. happening and stuff and you know i'm training with this this acting coach now and and i'm just kind of like more um just getting kind of obsessed i guess with that um world so i'm not really i don't know i just haven't had a time to find a a guest to have on my show um also too man i'm kind of slowly structuring my show to be more tailored towards people in the uh film industry Mm -hmm. and entertainment industry now um just because i feel like that's i just have to have people that on that are really appealing to Mm -hmm. me i guess you know what i mean like you can't fake a conversation with someone you really can't you know you can really tell when the host is like not really interested at all Mm -hmm. um and i think Again, I think that's why Joe Rogan is so successful because his guests that he has on his show, you know, they're people that he really cares about. That's true. You know what he I mean? does a lot of research onto them too before they, like, he knows that guest. Or yeah, he for reads sure. The book pretty thoroughly. So, right, I, th- right, I think that's right. some of the the pieces to a podcast that a lot of people don't consider. I know we kind of talked about it when when I was on Up and Coming, but. Zach, Zach and I really kind of fly by the seat of our pants a lot of the times, but mm. there's even still effort going into finding guests, coordinating with guests. Um, and I mean, we both write down pieces to talk about and, and jot some notes down. Um, right. But I imagine if you're doing a three hour conversation with 
uh, a neurologist that you're gonna you're gonna invest a lot more time like Joe Rogan would to know, right. know what you're getting into, right? Right. Totally, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you just have yeah. Like I think it's just about being just prepared, you know, in general, and 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 like you said, being excited because then you can relate, and then like with jumbled we just sort of go off on on to several different tangents and if you can relate to somebody it's easier to just naturally follow somebody else into yeah. yeah follow somebody into a tangent like that totally man yeah for sure so where yeah. do you want to see the podcast go you you're doing some pretty awesome things with with video um i thought mm-hmm. that was an awesome piece that you didn't it wasn't one just video of a skype screen of you know three guys chatting like we have right now but actually having a camera guy um, or, you know, the next level I would say would be having a stationary camera and mm-hmm. it's just, you know, kind of facing two guys talking. Um, and then now having, you know, like a full camera guy that's taking different angles and tracking the conversation and switching and the video editing. And that is just incredibly tedious, but I love what you're doing with that. So what, what do you think is the, the next step for up and coming, knowing that, you know, your focus is a little bit split right now with some other priorities? Yeah, I think, uh, honestly, man, I think just like, um, uh, I think I was talking about, I was, I just had a podcast by the way. I just finished yeah, one I saw like that. 20 minutes like ago, back to back three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the guy that I had on, um, he was an actor and stuff and I was doing the episode and I was like, man, I don't know. Can I make a show just about like film, the film industry mm. and entertainment industry? Like, is that going to be kind of boring? You know what I mean? Is that going to be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Like I said, man, you're always kind of learning and you're just mm-hmm. kind of seeing how it goes and, and seeing where it, where it takes you. Right. I, my, my acting episodes get the most downloads mm-hmm. and it's really easy to, um, um, like target. It's really easy to target people that are really into a certain thing. Like I'd rather have 2000 solid listeners than like 20,000 random mm-hmm. listeners on certain episodes. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather have just a consistent amount of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, in terms of in terms of the camera guy, yeah, I was, I was talking to him about this today. I, I don't think what I, I think what I'm going to start doing, man, is just having a camera film me and the guest, and only make clips out of video. Oh yeah. So do, not up, so not uploading the full episode anymore. Mm. Because here's the thing, man, is if I start uploading a video every single day to YouTube, mm-hmm. or sorry, every single week to YouTube. I mean, man, the fan base that I'm going to collect and grow, they're going to know me as just a, a talk show host. You know, they're just going to know me as a host of a podcast. Mm. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but man, the only reason, again, the only reason I, I've started any of this stuff is for acting. Mm-hmm. Which is a good, you know, a good and, segue into the and to a question I had for you when you were talking about moving to Vancouver and, and getting exposure and getting auditions and that it's really tough in your, you know, the first five, 10 years and saying you need experience. So what are... What are some of the things that you've done? Obviously, you know, working and creating your own content and, and filming. Um, some of my other friends or other podcasts I listen to that talk about wanting to break into the industry is that you just have to do it yourself because if you sit there waiting for that role, it's it's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like what I'm doing with the podcast, it, it, I mean, on paper, it really has nothing to do with with acting. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not creating a role or anything, right? Like I'm actually kind of doing something completely different than what, what it is that I'm actually mm-hmm. doing. But you know, as a, honestly, man, I think what it makes a great actor, a great actor, uh, a huge part of it is someone that can, is someone that can, um, network and someone that can, uh, like is very, you know, he, you're, you're essentially man as a good actor, you know, you're kind of like a, the popular kid at the party, I think, right? Like every, people want to work with you. Like, oh man, I got this great script for blah, blah, blah. I got this, I have this uh, you know, I'm writing this movie thinking about this person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't think I can make anything with my camera and, and the money that I have right now that will showcase me uh, in a certain way that people will be like, oh, wow, I really want to work with that guy. He's making dope shit. Because I have no desire to be a director. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no desire to be a director. I, I just like performing and I like just, just fucking having fun with it, right? So I think throughout the podcast, hopefully they can listen to it and be like, wow, he's really motivating or, you know, he's really whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just sat across from him for an hour. Um, let's see his stuff. Hey, Zach, you got any demo stuff? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping Absolutely. for. Absolutely. That's a, that's a strategic yeah. way to do it. And I think too, 
like you talked about learning when you get a podcast how to hold a conversation carry a conversation have an engaging conversation and when i was over you you kind of joked about having a book of oh here are my you know my podcast questions but that's i think a critical piece for any networking um and to be that life of the party right i think you think you will use the rock for example the rock walks into a room you know he's in the room Mm -hmm. right the part of that is you could say oh he's super famous but he has a presence he has an energy a persona yeah. that people are attracted to and, and want, you know, want to provide opportunities for him or want the opportunity to work with him. Right. So that's essentially totally, what man. you have to have to create there. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So again, man, the whole, like, you know, the whole, the whole thing with podcasting, um, it, it's, it's such a great networking tool. I think every company, I think every person should have it. Uh, it's really just how you market it, right? Like you can, you can become, you can have it as a talk show host, you can use it to to communicate with people. There's just so many there's so many routes that you can take with it. Yeah. So sticking with the acting buzz, what would be your what is a movie and role that would be your dream movie slash role? Mm. Oh man. Um Brad Pitt Troy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, I think every guy would want to play yeah, that, yeah. right? Um but no, man, I think, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to, okay, here's the thing. What I'm going out for right now is I'm going out for a lot of army guy, right? Army guy one, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, high school jock guy and mm-hmm. stuff. And like that stuff's really just, it doesn't, I don't know for me personally, it's like, really, I'm going to spend like money on all these acting classes to, to do, to like I, I can do this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm, I, I want to play more. Um, you know, a big actor in my life is is definitely Tom Hardy. Um, I think he's he's great, right? Because he could have been he could have been typecasted as that too, right? He could have been mm-hmm. you know that army guy and all all that kind of stuff. But he's he's definitely challenging himself as an actor. I think it's it's awesome. What's your favorite Tom Hardy movie? Uh, favorite Tom Hardy movie is you ever seen Warrior? Yes. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a great movie. That's, man. That was probably the first good MMA movie. Yeah, right. There were a I lot know, of it was a good, it was a cheesy good... ones, but that one it yeah. was cheesy still, but pretty <laughs> yeah. good. When he the my one of my favorite scenes when he goes to back to that um, that boxing gym for the first time and that Mad Dog guy is is training. And he like knocks out his sparring partner and Tom Hardy's like, yo, I'll fight you. <laughs> he just looks, right. he's like yeah, in yeah, garbage yeah. ass sweats. Yeah. And this guy's like, I'll totally. beat the piss out of you or whatever. And he just <laughs> lays him out. Like, yeah. <laughs> just goes super hard on him. Yeah, dude. It was, it was a, it was a good movie. Great. Um, what would be, what would be some other, so you want to do obviously more challenging roles. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like I don't know, man. It, it kind of just ranges. Like, I, I think like obviously like Troy and all those kind of movies are fucking sweet. Don't be wrong. Or like you know, uh, what's that one with uh, Russell Crowe? Um, Gladiator. You know, the Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah, the Gladiator movie. Um, you know, all the way to Internal Sunshine with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't think for me it's not really about what kind of movies do I want to do. I just want to be a part of like a gr- like, dude, Christopher Nolan. Any movie he makes, I would love to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's obvious, right? Like he mm-hmm. doesn't put out anything that's bad. You know what I mean? Like I would choose a great movie. You know, I would rather play a shitty character that I don't like in a great movie than play a fucking awesome character that I'm just like, woohoo, this is so much fun in a, in a decent movie. Always, every time. Yeah, and I feel like a lot, I mean, and I'm not the person to be talking about this, but it seems like uh, a lot of acting is just, uh, in a way, it's self-serving too, where you're you're trying to fill your own cup with what you feel 100%. led to do. So it's you, you mentioned Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind. So when everybody thinks of Jim Carrey, what's the first thing you think of? Ace Ventura or something, you know, yeah. like a goofy Jim Carrey movie. But he's he, right. he has really stretched himself out to do these roles that you wouldn't expect of Jim Carrey. And sometimes it hasn't paid off. Like, I'm trying to recall what it was like this post-apocalyptic movie recently. And he was like a meth head, but he was only in it for like... I don't know, 15 minutes or something like that. Like yeah, he had a really yeah, small part in it, but it's like Badlands or something, right? Something like that. I, I forget exactly yeah. what it's called, but it, it's just another example of like, 
uh, willing to willing to take that next step to see if it's something that could pay off for you. Just having the the courage to do that. I right. I just checked out uh, Christopher Nolan's IMDb. I wasn't trying to be a, a dickhead on my phone. Um, and he did one of my favorite movies, Memento. Memento, right? I yeah, love that that's movie. a fucking unreal movie. Yeah, dude, that's a great movie. I watched that in yeah. my cinema studies class in university, and was just blown away by it. Dude, Memento is really good. Um, uh, Prestige, honestly, man, it's really hard to find. Like, it's just it, there's no way to find a bad movie. Like, it's for Christopher Nolan, and that's what's really cool, man, about this industry is like it's i don't know it's really you know when you're good at it it shows how good you are like you know fighting like you know you could be the best fighter but you got you got hit with that you know you you know that one punch and that's it man you could change the whole thing right yeah whereas acting it's kind of it's kind of difficult right like when you're good you're just you're good Mm -hmm. you know same with directing like when you're really a good director I mean, they're obviously going to put, there's going to be some things that, you know, you're not going to agree with and it is all preference, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, more, most people like a Christopher Nolan movie over blah, blah, blah. That's fair. So yeah. if you weren't acting, doing your thing right now, and you had to go to plan B, which was, you know, what 99% of the world does and go into uh, a regular old job. What would your regular, I'll use air quotes, profession be if you had to? And not that there's anything wrong with that, by the way. No, um, not at all. Yeah, but uh, if I had to um, plan B, man, I was just talking about this with the other guest too, and I'm going to say what he kind of told me because it is so true, man. There's no plan B, really, right? It's it's just because acting is something that you can, you can really attempt your whole life, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, right? You, you, it's all about meeting people and building your own team. And, and I'm just so addicted to that. And dude, I'm telling you, man, like, it's just so cool. Like it really is. Like, I think everyone should do some kind of thing that is so far out there in the world because the the people that you meet are fucking real. Like they're real people. I'm not talking about the people that are just want to be famous because, you know, they want to be actors. I'm talking about the real people, like people that are just, you know, they're working as a server. They're 31 years old. You know what I mean? They all their friends are getting married now and they're just still grinding it out. Those fucking people, those people are the realest people you'll ever meet, man. And uh, I just want to be surrounded by those people forever. So, you know, I just I don't know, like plan B for me is plan B, which by the way is personal training to answer your question. Like I personal train right now. That's what I do pretty much not full time, but like, you know, I do social media stuff and I do personal training, personal training for me. Why I like it is because I I see someone that's unmotivated and I get to motivate them and, and kick them into gear and hopefully show them the light. And what that does to me is it does, it does give me a form of uh, energy or a a form of motivation to again, keep going out there and keep hustling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man, my plan B will always, I think be there because even if I do make it in this industry, I want to have a a hand still somewhere in the, in the fitness industry because of what it, what it's done for me personally. Mm -hmm. What actor do you think you look most alike? Which one do I look alike? (laughs) I don't know, man. Um, (laughs) I said Ryan Reynolds when we, when we (laughs) were hanging out a couple weeks ago. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) I think I, I, I don't know. I've, uh, I don't know, man. Um, that's a weird question. Yeah, I can't I answer that because <laughs> if you, if I say, if I say someone, you know, cause there's obviously the guys in Hollywood that are studs and there's, you know, there's categories and you can, yeah, it's know, a man. shitty, don't worry about it. Um, next question. <laughs> I like how you just jumped off it. Yeah. Fuck it. No, um, moving on. Um, would you do a Marvel? Hold on Mar- a second. Movie? Let me ask you though. Let me ask oh, you something. Yeah. What, what actor do you think you look so like in Hollywood? I don't see it, but Ali says I look like Bradley Cooper and I, when I had uh, Bradley Cooper, when I had nice. longer hair, I don't know. She she but was do you, dedicated. But do you see how you said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're like, ah, uh, she thinks I look yeah. like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I'm slightly above average looking. I, I'll own that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah, no, no. I think you do, man. I think uh, I think you really do. Yeah, you should grow the hair back out too. Oh, well, I think when the hair was longer, it definitely definitely helps. And I like Bradley Cooper, so I'll, I'll yeah, I'll accept. He's that. a fucking. He's a 
he's a fucking beauty, man. He was, uh, you know what, man? Bradley Cooper was one of the big reasons I moved to Vancouver at the age I did. Uh, he, he got, he was enrolled in, in school. Um, I wish, I wish people understood like how much these up and coming stories of these guests really reflect on, on a lot of people. Like when I heard Bradley Cooper's up and coming story and how he was like 25 years old and enrolled in university, I was like, man, nice. I'm only 22 going to fucking Vancouver to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm ahead of Bradley Cooper. You know what I mean? Like that you feel so good about that kind of stuff. Right. I, I know it's, it's age is not even really a thing at the end of the day, but like, it just kind of felt really, uh, it just felt really cool. Um, to know that anyways we're, sorry what were you saying well uh, before we go there i think it's the cool point is like you said that there's no there's no time limit on on acting right and your mm-hmm. roles might change as you get older or your interests yep. might change but you never know when when it's just going to be that thing that that's going to happen right like you could be one one commercial away from impressing the right person Right. And I think Mm -hmm. that comes back to that networking piece that you're focused on is it's exactly it. Right. It's who, you know, it is, man. It really is who, you know, and again, that's why I started the show. Right. I want to be able to know everyone in this industry. So what a a sneaky way to hang out with someone for an hour. Right. I know, right? <laughs> hey, Chris, you know, this is the, the game. The game plan is to like eventually get on like some kind of like show and, you know, involve the brand. And through evolving the brand, you kind of evolve the guests. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with my guests I have on my show now, but you slowly start to get bigger and bigger guests. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, Chris Nolan, uh, you know, I have this big acting podcast. It's going to help promote your movie. You should come on. And then he goes, Are you, so sure. wait, you're an actor? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm an actor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dabble. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, man. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. knowing your your love for Christopher Nolan, would you do a Marvel movie? And I ask this, and people might think it's a weird question, um, but because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I I listen to some that have some actors on it, and they talk about that in the industry that can almost be seen as a curse in disguise. Like it, you get typecasted really mm-hmm. easily. And I know Solo. Um, um, oh God, what's his name? It's gonna drive. Um, Chris Hemsworth has talked about it with Thor, like being typecasted as the Thor, like kind of good-looking dumb guy. Um, right. And you know, some people say it's not challenging, but it's easy money. And would you? So would you do a Marvel movie? Oh yeah, man, for sure, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I mean, look, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Christopher Nolan's fucking guy is Tom Hardy, and Tom Hardy just did Venom. So. That's a good point. That's a that's a Venom was we. I loved Venom. I. I think it's how you do it, right? I think there's there is a, a strategic way of uh, of doing things. Like, look, Chris um, Chris Hemsworth is Thor, right? Obviously, and you know it's gonna be very challenging uh, for him to get out of that. But, but man, just because the magnitude of that movie, not not because of his abilities, yeah. you know, it's no, just yeah. that no. it's so huge. Right, exactly. And once the Marvel thing wears away, and he's in his late. 40s and 50s you know he's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna rebrand himself as something else trust me man mm-hmm. right look ryan reynolds was green lantern which was a pretty <laughs> big movie at the time flopped right yeah. and now he's deadpool and they don't no one thinks of him do you think of him as green lantern when you see him i don't no. i see him as deadpool no I, i've tried to forget that ever since i saw it yeah it was a bad one uh i i wanted to like it because i really like ryan reynolds um i'm a forever fan of ryan reynolds yeah um, yeah he's fucking he's fucking dope he's from here too which is really is, cool yep. um yeah. but i also hate hate dc comics so on the other hand i was like eh, fuck you green lantern yeah <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> yeah that that's just me though you know yeah so if you he well he mentioned he mentioned it too at the end of the movie right yeah, yeah, Deadpool. yeah. like he mentions it right <laughs> he, which is kind of cool he owns it and he you owns know what it. i yeah I think that I respect that even more as someone who can, you know, take that and just own it and joke about it and be like, yeah, it sucked. I tried something. And right. Mm-hmm. And in his defense, at that time, superhero movies were still really, you know, finding their legs and, and what viewers were looking for. And if, if you watch that movie in the time that it came out, it was still bad, but it wasn't that right. far off from a lot of the other movies that were, like mm-hmm. what was what was the uh Electra was bad and Daredevil like Ben Affleck does mm-hmm. Daredevil those were pretty bad movies yeah, I but at the that. at the time you know it's all we had people didn't know like the formula right. now is has changed so much 
sure. I think it is evolving totally, with, you know, Deadpool really pushed the boundaries of what a Marvel movie can be and what totally. my opinion should be. That was my biggest complaint about Venom was that it was PG-13. Yeah, you know, Venom didn't it didn't it didn't hit, man, which is really sad because I'm such a, a Tom Hardy fan. Um, but yeah, I'm to be honest with you, I, I'm just not really big in the superhero films, so I'm like the worst person to ask, um, <laughs> like what works and what doesn't work. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong, I appreciate a good one, and Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy is fucking amazing. Um, but besides that, it, it, it is. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I don't really watch a lot of of these kind of things. You know, it's a lot of the same. It, it's a lot of the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what would be if we looked at, you know, your online movie count, Netflix or whatever, what would be the top three movies we would see in there? Uh, definitely you would probably see, uh, um, fuck. What did I just watch recently? I'm going to go with what I just watched recently. Um, uh, the Prestige is on there prestige um i don't know why i'm a big sucker for avatar uh um, I, I don't think avatar is on netflix though but no well yeah. any, anywhere you know okay anywhere yeah you would see you would definitely see inception you would definitely see uh shutter island you would see um uh, you know you would see gladiator you would see um um Legends. You ever seen Legends? With Tom no, Hardy plays those twin guys, those twin brothers. Oh, actually, I think I have seen that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, the Tom Hardy movie that really sold me on Tom Hardy. Um, it was on Netflix for a while. It's gonna drive me crazy. It was kind of, kind of a western, not really a western. It was like around prohibition in America. Oh man, Lawless. Yeah, dude, Lawless. for sure. That's yes. such a good movie. Yes. Oh, he was so good in that movie. Zach, so if you good in that seen movie, it, man. You need to watch it. Um, Honestly, man, like I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of really into just films that are uh, like nitty gritty, right? Like just really like, uh, like uh, just so intense. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that just gets me going, man. It just really gets me going. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I love a good Jim Carrey movie, right? I love mm-hmm. it, man, because it's, it's, it's. If you watch all my sketches. It's a textbook page from Jim Carrey. <laughs> like it is, man. I would just watch a Jim Carrey movie and be like, okay, so move my jaw more. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Oh, what an interesting uh, little detail that you picked. Like that's those are the things that you look oh, at yeah, when he's, you're well, he's big, studying. He, totally, man. Yeah, he's big with the, he's big into the jaw, right? He goes, yeah. hey! You know what yeah. I mean? Like he yeah. kind of accentuates his jaw really out there. And it's, but I never, it's hilarious. I just had this weird moment where I'd never once considered that. Until you said it, and then I just thought about all of his characters, and it yeah. was like, "Holy fuck, that is like, yeah, that's dude, his look at the thing. mask, right? That's just his thing." Yeah, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, totally, man. Well, honestly, that's kind of like a big thing. Like, for example, I had uh, you guys know what HQ trivia is? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, you. It's more. It's more so in the states. Um, I have an audition for it tomorrow. Uh, host actually what? I'm hosting. That's so cool. I mean, it's actually it's actually a callback which is which is pretty cool awesome dude. uh yeah 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 but <laughs> this is the this is the this is the funny thing so which is kind of funny because i don't understand how they expect you to audition or whatever but they send you the script right so it's like mm-hmm. hey players how's it going welcome to you know hq trivia my name's whatever blah blah right and they send you the script and it's literally it's word by word on the script so it's like for example it'll be like all right, dealer, shuffle up and deal. Let's see those hands. Okay, players, take a look. We're seeing the flop, right? Like, it's literally in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a flop is. I don't know what a turn is. I don't know what river is. I don't know poker at all. I don't even know a straight. <laughs> I don't know anything, okay? So I'm just pretending like I'm seeing the game, and I'm just in my head how it would go. And when, it, like, for example, one, the last line of it is, is this. River it does. Ice ships this one with three fives for a, for a two pair. Congratulations! I don't know what that means. I thought River was the I thought River was the character's name, so I get a callback. I get a callback from this thing, right? And it's tomorrow, and it says you need to one thing that you are gonna be doing this audition because it's in person now. It's not a self tape. It's in person. And one thing that you are doing in this audition is you are uh, you are watching a game for ten minutes, and you have to have this energy and calling out the plays. 
ways. Let's take a hot second to stop and talk about our sponsor for today's podcast. You guys know him. You guys love him. It's Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. We've talked about them over and over again. If you guys have not yet taken advantage of the opportunity that is in front of you right now, it's a golden opportunity, please do. You get a free book. I mean, a free audiobook. You know, I don't know how else to explain it. You sign up for the trial, you get the free audiobook, and then anytime within the 30 days, you can cancel and you'll get to keep your audiobook. It's a free audiobook, guys. You'll get to keep it, you'll get to listen to it over and over again. And you know what? That sounds like a win win situation to me. The audiobook that I'm going to recommend for this month is Girl Logic by Eliza Schlesinger. If you guys have not uh, heard about Eliza, Eliza Schlesinger, it's a mouthful of a name. She is a comedian. Uh, super, super funny. This book, uh, this audiobook, just talks about um, how women's minds, how they work, and, and how uh, sometimes women can obsess over details that, that men wouldn't even notice. Uh, she talks about uh, a characteristically female way of thinking uh, that seems to be contradictory and circuitous at the same time, but is actually complicated and highly evolved. I think we can all agree that uh, when you think about male versus female minds, if you had to pick the, the brain that is more highly evolved, you're going with the woman. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking personally, I can only do one thing at a time. My wife, like, does 14 different things uh, while I'm trying to figure out the one thing that I'm doing. Uh, so, anyway, that's the book, the audiobook that I'm going to recommend this month. But, hey, if you guys don't want to listen to, to Girl Logic by Eliza Schlesinger, they have over 180,000 different audiobooks that you can choose from. And it's not just comedy. They have audiobooks on everything. They even have uh, Audible Originals now that you can uh, that you can check out. So there's going to be something that you can find and, and dig into and really get something out of. Uh, and, and you should really go uh, take a look at them. They got a lot to offer. And now uh, that I have plugged that, I will just tell you one last time, head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Let's get back to the podcast. Oh, fuck. That mm. so that's I've, hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I spent the entire day, because I don't know poker at all. I have no idea about any of this stuff. So I spent the whole day today um, watching, uh, just like just like trying to remember stuff. Okay, like a straight is this. Okay, yeah. two pair, you know, three of car, three pair of cards, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Three of a kind. You know what I mean? Like trying to, <laughs> three of a kind, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, fucking, <laughs> this audition's not going to go too well. You're going to do ho- great, Zach. Yeah. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully poker I can sell them on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who wants and to swindle so, some swindle Zach for some you money? Know you know what's so funny, man, is this uh the audition asked the beginning of it, asked for an introduction. And if you have any actor listeners, they're gonna be able to relate to this. It asks if you have any experience playing poker or anything. And you always lie, right? You always go, Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, <laughs> yeah. I played poker for years. So I don't know how this is gonna play over, man. But whatever, fuck it. Okay, luckily game. for you, there's a lot of free sites you can play uh, online. You can just cram in, you know, a couple thousand. Oh hands yeah, I was tonight. playing today, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was playing. I was playing. T- I was playing uh, earlier today, actually. That, that's good. Actually, they actually one person recommended a movie that I watched to really learn, and it was. I'm just gonna try getting it here. A poker movie. Yeah, it was. Uh... Uh, rounders oh, rounders um i have oh, not no, seen that seen one it. but there was one recently that was about um an american olympian she was a downhill skier um mm. and molly's game oh yeah man such a good movie yeah that's a great movie yeah that's a good movie for sure and a good book yeah, apparently so, yeah yeah so like 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 i said man this is the name of the game this is the industry i'm in i gotta i gotta somehow figure it out i guess i don't know just yeah. just be glad that that fake it isn't something physical like yo we need this surfer so here are some six foot waves yeah uh, you could just yeah you could just surf that out you're like yeah man 
Got, yeah, got this. I got, I got this, dude. I got you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just see Zach in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's what's one of the weirdest things that you've had to do, done, or do in in or hardest, weird or hard, um, in an audition? So you know, obviously, I could imagine having to call a poker game as someone who's I've spent quite a bit of time playing poker. I played it a lot on my phone. Um, and to sit there in front of people and call a poker game with any kind of energy is like, that's hard for someone who loves poker. And I wouldn't even say I love poker, but what, what, what else, like what are the weird or unique asks have you had in the audition room? I've had a few weird auditions, man, for sure. Um, I think one of the weirdest ones I've ever had was, one of the weirdest ones I've ever had was I was uh, I had to make out with this girl, and I mean that's not weird, whatever. Um, but she didn't know I had to make. It. This is the weird thing is that she didn't know I had to make out with her. That oh was what was God. weird. So that's I went weird. it like that's weird. Okay, and action. Okay, and like I th- I don't know I thought I assumed she knew that I was she you know read the gonna. <laughs> I thought she knew like that you know whatever, and so I go in to kiss her and she moved back. She's like, what are you doing? And then she, the director, the, the not the director, but the casting director was like, "Cut! What's 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 the deal?" She's like, "I don't have to kiss. I don't have to kiss him, do I?" She's like, "Yeah. I mean, it's gonna look better if you do." Um, and then she was just so weird about it that made Ugh. me feel weird about it. Uh, it gets in your head, yeah. Yeah, I got in my head, and I was like, "I don't know, man. It kind of ruined the whole audition." Was there a black mm. couch in the background? <laughs> yes uh yeah the audition was for bang bros i didn't tell you <laughs> you know what zach now that you say that i did yeah. i do think i recognize you they yeah, were talking about being a porn actor roles, right okay, that's what i'm guys? talking about here yeah give them some credit they're actors too yeah yeah that's yeah, my favorite thing a lot of faking just, a lot of faking too from what just, i hear yeah just i love watching overly <laughs> complex porn and then just turning it off when it gets to the sex. Like, I just, I just want to know where this storyline goes. Like, what is I in do the that box? A lot too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, man, I give all credit dick, to anyone probably. that can get in a camera and act naturally. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to do for sure. <laughs> all right, what other, what other interesting requests in the audition room? Um, what else did I have happen to me? Um, I know there's some weird things like. Um, like for example, what's one that was just so weird, man, there's just, I've had so many of these auditions. How, what is it? While while you think of that one, I'm glad you brought up the kiss because I was at a, I was at a play. I went for, to a play with Allie on this, on a Saturday and it was a kind of a local theater company that put it on. And the main character was like a middle-aged man. Um, I don't know. I would say he's probably late forties, early fifties. And the, the leading woman um, was probably in her thirties, early thirties. And there was kind of like a love interest there and they had to kiss a few times on, I would say stage, but it was really small. We were actually sitting on the same floor that they were acting. It was kind of like a black box thing. Mm. Um, it was really good, but I had this moment where I was like, this kiss just feels weird. And maybe it was because the characters to me didn't like the physical characters didn't seem like a match. And the kiss was like, kind of just held it. So it was like weirdly touching lips, but not moving. Um, mm. Which is, I'm, I just assumed was an acting kiss. I don't know. Like how, how heavy <laughs> into these kisses do you go to sell that part? Oh, you got to go all the way, man. You got to, for every, for every single thing, man, for every, every single thing, the camera can tell when you're lying right away. Like it just knows, like it just can pick it up so quickly. You have to be so committed. Like there's just no way around it. You know what I mean? And especially on stage, like if you're going to kiss someone, you got to just commit it, man. You got to commit all the way, you know, I don't know. That's, that's kind of like the biggest thing that I've learned for everything in life, really just fucking just, just go, go all in, it. man. Just go for it. Like you got to go all in, or there's someone else that there's someone out there that is going to. So when yeah. you say all the way, do you mean like full tongue or like <laughs> lips overlapping <laughs> kiss? Like I need, I need to to know what the. 
I'm talking about, yeah, full-on tongue. Even bite the lip every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you have and, a girlfriend now that's pretty yeah. serious. But prior to, I guess I don't, uh, truthfully, I don't know how long you guys have been together. So this question might not be relevant. How many girls did you have to kiss in like an act that were like, yo, you want to grab coffee after? Oh, man. <laughs> it's, well, I don't know. Not so much there. Um, but like. Uh, like in acting class, you get really close with a lot of people because mm-hmm. you're very emotional and you're seeing a lot of uh, different characteristics in a person. Mm-hmm. And it happens the most there for sure, where it's like, hey, you want to grab a beer after? Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if you're single and you ever want to meet a girl, just go in an acting class, man. It's the greatest place ever. In but- some ways, in some ways, though, uh, when you go into an acting class and, and I mean... You're doing so many different types of, you know, scenes and whatnot. Is it hard to tell what a person's actually like from the get go? Is it sort of like one of those things where you have to just sort of definitely take a chance and say, hey, let's go get coffee and just learn about you more? Yeah, totally, man. A hundred percent. Like you follow them on Instagram. You're like, okay, so you like dogs and like, you know what I mean? Like you, it's, (laughs) it's a hundred percent right. Cause you don't know what they're like. Cause you don't really get to chat too much in class. Right. Uh, so yeah, it is kind of like that. You only see most, them really playing a character. Yeah, man. Most people that, um, most people that are like in acting classes, there's two, there's two people, there's two sort, sort like sets of people. There's people Ooh, I like that this. are, there's two people that are there. Yeah. There's people that are just trying it out and they're, and they're, you know, they're, I don't know. And, and like when they go up there, they, they don't commit cause they're scared, right? They're a little bit shy and like, they're like, ah, I don't know. And then there's the people that have been there for a bit and there's just like, they're like, oh man, this is, this is it. Like, this is like what I'm going to do with my life. I'm all in. I'm so committed. Like fucking Oscar, let's go. Let's make this happen. Right. There's, that's it. There's no like middle ground. That's it. Because man, to be, to get good, like it's, you got to read scripts, you got to memorize scripts and it's, it's, well, I tell everyone this, it's like, it's like working out your mind. It's a, it's a a workout for your mind. And if you're, if you're not committed to it, you're gonna you're just you're not gonna be good at it i don't know you know what i mean like you can't go to the gym once a month dude you can't nope zach (laughs) i don't go to the gym at all so there we go (laughs) (laughs) but that that's a good point that was one of the things that really helped put into perspective for me going to this play it was just like i said small production tickets were 20 bucks each seating was maybe did you like it i loved it i thought it's pretty good oh wow okay i like it was it was a really cool storyline. So it was basically like World War Three, but it had like all of like it was Oz versus Neverland um, versus um, it was the Wizard of Oz meets um, Peter Pan and um, God, it's gonna drive me uh, the girl who goes down the rabbit hole. Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, I said Wonderland. Yeah. So it was kind of like those three nations are on the brink of war and Mm. they're in America basically doing like peace talks and there's a a kidnapping Mm. and stuff. So it was a kind of a mystery. I don't know. It was it was a really creative story. It was written by someone local apparently. Um Mm. so I I was into that and the acting was pretty good. I mean, there's some cheesy stuff, the fight scenes as you know would have drove <laughs> drove me fucking nuts and uh, i was reading i was reading the program in in intermission and saw like the f- combat director and it was this younger <laughs> woman i was like she has never been in a fight in her life <laughs> oh no and so oh, i came no. back and was like al i found my new my new career aspirations she said okay what is it now and i was like i'm gonna be a combat director for movies <laughs> she's like okay <laughs> dude you should man they make a lot of money i thought about it but that that's like a, a market that's complete there's i think a saturation of of professionals right i think i right. could totally i could bring some some light to uh some of the local productions in calgary but i don't i don't think i could stack <laughs> up <laughs> you should look into it though man for sure i thought it was it was a pretty cool environment you could tell that the people that were going there were regulars like everyone kind of knew everyone and then right. it was like me and Al sitting in the middle, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So. And, this is a, and this was a Calgary play? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, plays are, plays are a different kind of beast altogether. You know, I, I would like to do some plays, though, for sure. But it, it, is a different, it is a different kind of animal. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we were the reason that was classic jumble that went down a rabbit hole. The reason why I brought that up was the main character. He was in every almost every scene. The most the longest break I think he had was maybe two minutes, and Jesus. that guy nailed all of his lines. And the play was two and a half hours long. Wow! And he was a, there was a twenty minute intermission. Aside from that twenty minute intermission, he was on stage for all but maybe 10 minutes wow and that and he had some serious monologues where he just nailed and i like looked at al after and was like that's incredible that that guy can can remember all of those words and nail it in front of this group of people no microphone nothing just projecting his voice i was it was pretty i had a lot of respect for people that can do it totally man yeah it's it's a lot of rehearsing for sure yeah and that's what i was gonna say like I, uh, and I was nowhere near, I did not carry as many lines, but I did theater in high school or whatever. And, um, and it is, it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of nights after, you know, well at the time after school where you would stay until like nine o'clock, you know, and you've, you'll work on the first, you know, scene by scene. And then it just sort of compounds and builds and it grows and you get comfortable with the scene and then you move on to the next one. And, and then eventually it just sort of all flows together. And so, right. but it's still impressive not to take away like any of the work. Cause there is a lot of work that goes into all of that. Well, I think that's what people don't get. Like you were talking about the two people is that there's the, I would say weekend warriors who are like, Oh, I'm going to just, you know, fuck around with this and I'll be famous someday. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people who are, are doing it because they're just so driven. Like you, like you, people like you, that you do it because almost like you have to, like that is your thing. And if you're not doing it, you go crazy. And I think those are the people that ultimately find that success in whatever, however they define it. Whereas like you said, the people that think it's like an easy, you just go in and you, you cry on demand and you get an Oscar are going to have a rough, (laughs) a rough go at it. Right. Totally, man, for sure. And that was a big thing too, right? That for my, like when I moved here and being an actor and stuff for like two years of being here, I debated, I was like, do I really want to be an actor or am I just like searching for something like some kind of like val like being validated? Like, what is it that I'm like? What, what like? Because I don't want to do theater. So does that mean I don't like want to be an actor then? Technically, like, what, what's going on here? And uh, I don't know, man. I f- I just finally found my groove, obviously, in it. And uh, yeah, theater's theater's a, a totally different beast. Like I said, I have no theater experience. I've never done a, a theater play in my life or anything like that. I would like to. I think it's pretty cool. But at the same time, it's it's like, here's the thing, man. I don't really enjoy watching plays. Although, as I'm getting older, I am starting to take interest in it, though. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, maybe. Maybe I would. Yeah. There's a few there's a few people that have made that jump, you know, where you see somebody like uh, Josh Gad or something like that, who, you know, was famously he was in the Book of Mormon theater tour that was on Broadway and everything. And he's since gone on to do like he was in the Beauty and the Beast movie. Right, right. You know, he's done a lot of voice acting stuff and whatnot. And there's some people that can make that jump, but you rarely ever see somebody go from screen acting to you know, being super successful on stage. Totally. Uh, you see like, um, oh, what's his name? Harry Potter. I can't remember his name right now. The, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. He, or uh, he, he's done a lot of, or he tried to jump into it. I don't know how successful he was, but that was like right after he had that string of movies, he tried to jump in. So Do you listen, do you listen on the Mark Maron podcast? I didn't know. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought that's where you were getting that from. But yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's weird, man. It's, it's kind of crazy where people like theater and, and, and just film and TV, like they are two different things. And the mm-hmm. last guy I just had my podcast, he was explaining it, how, you know, uh, film and TV is like chess and theater is like mm-hmm. checkers. They're both kind of the same thing, but they're both mm-hmm. very different playing the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I like so that. how do you, how do you break through? through a script because that zach talked about how you do it in theater of scene by scene is that how you do it do you take scene one and you master that completely and then you go to the next one or you just kind of keep reading through the entire script slowly until you retain it all you asking me 
Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you're the... yeah. Okay. I, no, I thought <laughs> you were asking Definitely not asking the theater. other Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no. So you 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 want to you want to break it down, right? So you'd go scene by scene for sure, and even in the scene itself, you want to take it a uh, little bit at a time. So for an example, man, anything, it's so cool. Cause like, this is how you learn. You really learn how the mind works. Really. It's really crazy here. You get a speech or any kind of thing like that, a monologue, whatever it is, when you, you can memorize it in two hours. And when I say memorize it, I mean, you kind of have it, you know, if someone talks to you and tells you something really important, you might go back to trying to learn it and you're like, Oh fuck, I just forgot it all. What the hell? As soon as you go to sleep, it almost like downloads into your mind. Like it just like downloads, mm. you know what I mean? It's so weird how it works. You wake up in the morning and you have the lines fucking perfect. They're ready to go. Here we go. This is no problem. And it reminds me of the matrix as a human. It's like, <laughs> I want to, I want to know Kung Fu. And then, then he fucking does this whole thing and <laughs> learns in that machine. He's like, I know Kung Fu. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it's so crazy, man. Cause that's like how, that's how it is with everything now. And I kind of relate how I learn lines and, and scenes and I apply that to everything. It's like, for example, this poker thing I'm doing tomorrow, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to go over these, uh, you know, the flush, the straight, the fucking, you know, two pair, all this kind of stuff, royal flush, mm. all that stuff, right? And tomorrow morning, I'm going to have it all. And it's weird. I can't explain how it works. It's just, it's all there. And everyone has this. It's just, it's so weird um, how that works. So anyways, going back to your thing, you'd want to memorize as much as you possibly can, like memorize it, and then it's, it'll download into your mind. And then to next morning, you would do it, you would like repeat what you've learned, obviously, because you're mm -hmm. gonna know it now off by off by book, and start memorizing the next part. Hmm. Do you and, when and, you work on the line? Do you do it in character, or are you just reading it from like a mesmerization, or do you bring yeah, in that deliverance? Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't even help but bring into the character. Like for example, let's say it says like, uh, you know, it'll be like, um, uh, hey Susan, who's on the phone? And like, let's say. Let's say like he's he knows it's like a, an ex boyfriend, and you're just like, mm -hmm. like, because I would read it like, because you would read the context right of that, like, you know, it's an ex boyfriend, and you'd be like, hey Susan, who's on the phone? Like I would say that in my mind, right? Yeah. And the, you gotta be careful though, because once you do it one way and you learn it that way, that's how you're doing that's it. That's it. Yeah. Mm. So you that's really why gotta I was figure wondering. out how to approach the yeah. the character and the scenes before yeah, you, gotta, you memorize yeah. that. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I'm no expert, but yes, definitely. <laughs> You're the expert here. I'm right the expert now, of these two. You too. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> well, and as far as memorizing lines for for you know being a screen actor, I would assume it's a lot of it's based on the schedule as far as when you're going to shoot something or when you're going to record it because you're going to record maybe a couple different parts of the movie very close to each other because oh, they yeah. are on a certain at a certain location right so you 100%. you might record the end of the movie first just based on so so are. what you would need to do as a film actress this is why film and uh, theater are really different because theater so you you have to prepare for your show let's say your show is april 13th and it's mm -hmm. fucking you know it's march 1st right now okay so i got a couple months here i got to prepare for my show i got to memorize all my lines you know i'm gonna make some notes in here i'm gonna rehearse with my partners and stuff and you're preparing for a night right you're preparing for the night mm -hmm. whereas film and tv this is the movie here's the script by the way we're not shooting scene one we're not starting with scene one we're, we're shooting what's 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 more convenient for everyone. Uh, we have Leonardo DiCaprio only for three days, so we're going to do all of Leo's scenes first. Oh, Zach, you just mm -hmm. happen to be in all of Leo's scenes, so those are the scenes you're going to have to do first. So now you have to go through the script and be like, okay, cool, so me and Leo, for some reason, we hate each other here. i got to figure out why we hate each other from reading the beginning mm -hmm. of the script, and and then I'm going to learn this part of the script for that day. So it's, it's so crazy because, like, you could be shooting the craziness of, of the whole world the first day that you get there. Yeah. It's kind of, I remember when I first learned that that happened and my mind was blown. I remember I was a younger kid, teenager, and I just had always thought so linear that be like, okay, we're filming this movie. So scene one, scene right. two, and you just carry right. on and you let those actors develop the character as they go. And then I don't even remember who was telling me that they were like, no, that's not how they film a movie, you moron. 
<laughs> and then they talked about it's really about scheduling and you know right. the location access to location access to the actors etc um mm-hmm. and I'm, i just was like what yeah <laughs> and, it is. and maybe i'm yeah maybe i'm off base here but i feel like that's what that's why actors are as good as they are because they can put themselves into any portion of the movie or show or whatever without having to go from the beginning to get to that point. You know, it's like there's only a certain amount of people that can do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and that's what's uh, and that's, what's crazy, right? Is like, and that's what separates the really good actors from, you know, everyone thinks you start a movie off and you just start from the first day of, you know, the first scene and then you mm-hmm. kind of progress as the movie's done. And it's like, Oh, we're doing the last scene of the movie. It's like, man, you could do the last day, scene of the movie on day two. Like you don't know. Yeah. 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 It's a crazy industry, man. It's a, it's a wild, like I said, it's a wild, it's an industry that's meant for you to fail. Like it's set up for you to fail, right? You have to be able to get off a job the next day right away. You know, you have to have a flexible job and even then, you know, you kind of want to be able to enjoy to eat food and, and, and like you want to have a girl, you want to have a normal life. Right. But you can't because you're giving up your this kind of like this 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 financially freedom kind of life for having a flexible job and then generally if you're working a flexible job it's kind of a shitty job and then you're auditioning for stuff that like you maybe like you know me auditioning for a, a trivia host like I don't really care about that you know what I mean like I'm learning for some reason I'm learning how to play poker for something I don't care about like that like think about that on paper real quick right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think it's just always about the big picture and it's like, how bad do you want to be great? That's just what always is in my head. How bad do I want to be great? And, you know, I think that if you are, you know, listening to this and you are thinking about getting into the acting industry or the film industry or honestly anything in entertainment nowadays, man, if you're thinking about starting a podcast or you think about fucking starting up an Instagram account with dogs and whatever it is, just know that whatever you do, it's super competitive it's super, super competitive, but, um, it wouldn't, it's, it's only hard because it, it is great. You know what I mean? Like it, the finish line is, is, it is worth it. I, I think personally, I mean, or, you know, you can help the people cross the finish line. I don't know. You yeah, know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. Follow your passion. Um, yeah. On that note, though, we're going to wrap it up because we've well over crested the hour and I'm sure you have some podcast uh, brain fog now after going back to back. It's good practice to be uh, Joe Rogan. So I want to um, take a quick photo of uh, this real quick. Yeah, yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Also, we'll give oh. you a uh, give you a minute to, uh, you know, plug, plug yeah, all please. your social media and your podcast and, and just how people can uh, can get more of Zach Klassen. Yeah. OK, cool. So my podcast is called Up and Coming uh, with Zach Klassen. It's on every single platform, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Stitcher, you name it. It's everywhere. Um, and it's basically about um, people just up and coming, entrepreneurs, entertainers, um, just trying to figure out how they've you know, mastered their alpha day and, and just trying to, you know, create this dream and, and have this happen for them. Cause it is a crazy thing out there and a difficult, um, um, just a difficult time to try to make it in this world, man. It's a fucking, it's a tough, it's tough out there, man. Look, it's really tough. And the least you could do is learn from people that are doing it not always learn from people that have already made it because their mindset is different. Um, so you can find me everywhere there. Uh, and then just my Instagram is at Zach Klassen. Um, I post a lot of fucking pictures of my dog and, uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Awesome. All right, Zach. Well, uh, we thank you so much, bud. And, uh, bear with me while I do our quick, uh, wrap up outro. Yeah, do it up, man. Um, all right, cool. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we've really enjoyed this one. Hope you guys have too. If you want to uh, check us out on any and all social media, it's at Jumbled Podcast. Uh, send us emails to jumbledpodcast at gmail.com or Johnny's got his own thing. You guys know Johnny, uh, Johnny is uh, johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. And I don't have one. I just email the regular one. And um, 
If you want to uh, visit our sponsor, that would be Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. It's a good deal. Take care. And um, go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash jumbled, and uh, give what you feel comfortable giving there. Uh, just like Zach uh, said just a second ago, we are on all of the platforms that you could listen to. So wherever you're listening to right now is fine. You can stay there. But regardless, head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. Help pump those uh, pump those stats up. Get our get our review number review numbers up. And uh, that's it, guys. So uh, thank you so much for for joining us, Zach. Thanks again, bud. We really appreciate it. You're welcome on anytime. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, thanks, Zach. Yeah, no worries, guys. All right. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) You too. Bye. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. About dreams and chasing them. (laughs) Love it. Nice. See you guys. See ya.